Cool. Well, hello, everyone. Um, it's so good to be home. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'm Amy Blackman, obviously, Alan and Mary Ellen's daughter. And I've been at Bethel School of Ministry for the past nine months. Um, and I just... Okay. My mom's just fixing me. Thanks, Anne. You're the best. <laughs> Oh, it doesn't fit there. Um, so yeah, I've been there for nine months, and I've been home for about a month. Um, and it's been really, really cool being home, just being with my family. Um, so yeah, and my dad asked me on Wednesday if I could share for five, ten minutes, and then the next day it was like 20 minutes, and then he started telling people I was preaching. So I was like, cool, that's awesome, Dad. <laughs> Thanks. But yeah, I'm really, really honored to be speaking here today. Um, it's just a huge privilege. Um, just I've been going to this church since I was 10 days old. I know a lot of you have watched me growing up here. And so yeah, this is just such an honor. Um, it's Father's Day today. Um, and yeah, I just first of all wanted to honor my dad. Um, he's just such an incredible father to me. Um, I think being away from my family, you kind of realize what they carry and who they are. And I really definitely did. And I just see my dad as such a humble and servant-hearted man, um, always willing to put others before him. And I just think that's an incredible, and he's a true hero and role model to me. Yes, you can clap for him. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for all you do in everyone's lives. Um, yeah, so my plan this morning is just to share some stuff, and then I want to um, walk through a bit of my story and my journey of um, going to Bethel and being in first year, and then to yeah, kind of just see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, so I'm just going to pray again. Um, just to calm the nerves, I think. <sighs> Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, it's all about you. God, I just thank you for who you are and who you've called me to be, God. I just pray that you'll fill my mouth with your words. Yeah, and that everyone here will just be soaking in your love, God, as I speak, and just enjoy it. Enjoy the stories, enjoy the journey. But yeah, God, mostly that they'll, they'll see you. We give you the glory, God. Cool. Okay, so I've got two um, verses on the newsletter, um, one being Romans 12 verse 1 and 2. Uh, you can put that up. I'm just going to read it um, from the Passion Translation, which is this new translation. Um, it hasn't, the Bible hasn't been completed in this translation yet, but it's just an incredible translation. So this is the book of Romans. Okay, so it says, Beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? I encourage you to surrender yourselves to God, to be his sacred living sacrifices, 
and live in holiness, experiencing all that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to, to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. Um, okay, I'll just leave that for a bit. And then the other verse I had up there um, is, uh, I didn't write it down, Philippians 3, verse 7 and 8. Um, okay, let me turn there, actually. This is, I actually just put this here because it's like my favorite verse. Um, um, I'm not really going to touch on this too much, but I just want to read it. But whatever gain I had counted, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus as my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things, and I count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. Um, yeah, that's one of my favorite verses, and I think before I um, say anything, I'm going to speak a bit on identity and how I came to know myself, really. Um, but before I speak on that, I just want to say that knowing God is just everything. Um, for me personally, that has been, it's just the foundation. Like, if you don't know God, you can't know yourself. <laughs> and... Yeah, he's just been really taking me on a journey recently of just what does it look like to truly know him. Know him as a friend, know him as a father. Cool. So, my story. So, I arrived in first year and I've been wanting to go to Bethel for a very, very long time. Um, and it's been a dream of mine um, yeah, for a while. So I arrived and I was so excited. I was like, finally, I'm here. Um, and we, had, we have worship at school every day for about an hour, an hour and a half, which is just awesome. And all the speakers were just so incredible. My parents came five weeks in, which was awesome. And I was just going for it and just chasing God. Um, and just after my parents left, around the middle of October, I kind of like just hit this hit this wall, um, and yeah, it was, it was not easy from then onwards. For about three months, I, I really didn't like anything in my life, really. Well, that's a bit of an over-exaggeration. I'm very dramatic, so, <laughs> um, so I may over-exaggerate a tad here and there, um, but yeah, so because being in America, I stayed at a place um, which had a cafeteria. So I got fed cafeteria food the whole year, which was just fantastic um, for the first month. And then after that, I was just like, oh my gosh, I've gained so much weight. I'm in America. This is what happens, apparently. Um, and, and, but from that point, though, I really just started um, seeing myself through the world's eyes um, completely. And I really started to kind of hate myself really, really well. And we're called to love ourselves. Um, so that really sucked. And I just had all these thoughts coming, coming at me from the enemy. Like I just ate a really, really, really bad food and a lot of it. 
And so a thought will come into your head like, oh, why don't you go throw that up? And I knew that that was not my thought. And I was like, okay, whoa, whoa. So as soon as I heard that, I just went straight to a friend and I was like, Bethany, this is exactly what I just thought. And she was like, I can't believe you're telling me that. (laughs) Um, I don't think she really knew what to do with it. But I just told her and then it was like, okay, right. I just need to keep that out in the open if that's where my thoughts are going. Um, But yeah, so my self-image just started going down and like all these insecurities just started coming up and like one after the other, just all this stuff. And I was just thinking, oh my gosh, God is just taking me to the end of myself. I'm just so broken. I remember um, during Christmas, just after Christmas, I had three days where I was just by myself in my bedroom and I was just so broken I just wanted to come home. Um, Everyone at Bethel was so happy all the time, which was really annoying. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and I I kind of isolated myself for a little bit of time there. Um, And then from around January, um, God just started working on me and working on all these insecurities um, through a lot of, um, I'll call them breakthrough moments um, that happened, which were really incredible that that he just, yeah, showed me how he saw me. Um, yeah, so one, one of the things that happened, I was just in my room, um, and I turned to Romans 12, um, which is the one we just read now, and it said, there goes my ruler, it said, um, offer your body as a living sacrifice, And then it said, which is your spiritual worship or which is your true, genuine expression of worship. And it was at that point that I was like, oh, my goodness, I've come so far out of the heart of worship that I normally am. Um, Which kind of really hit me. And kind of from that point onwards, I just started getting I would there was a chapel where I lived, actually. So I would go to the cafeteria to breakfast and then. For 15 minutes to an hour, however long it was, I would just go and worship on my own. And just in that place, God really started transforming my mind um, and the way that I saw him and the way that I saw myself. Um, and it was really, really incredible. Like, yeah, he just, yeah. Um Sorry. Another thing that I did, I got out of that verse when it said, do not be conformed to the image of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Um, I realized how much I was letting the world define me and how, how often we do that, though. Um, and I just, I, I, there was this class, actually, that was called Loving Yourself Well, um, And I I looked at it, and now we have to put our options down and choose which class we want first. And I said, oh, God, this is the class for me because I'm really hating myself well. So I should learn to love myself well. So I said to him, God, I'm going to do this class. And I just really felt like, no, like, not for you. But I was stubborn, so I put it as my first option. And, yeah, I didn't get in for some reason. Um, (laughs) I got into a class about healing, which was really awesome. 
Um, but yeah, and then I heard of the things that they did in this class, which was um, like, it, it's awesome, but yeah. So they would like look in the mirror and just love on themselves. So that looks like, um, um, I'm really sorry that I called you fat yesterday. Um, you're beautiful and I love you. And honestly, that works for a lot of people. Um, and I tried it and it just did not work for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the thing that I did, um, which I didn't really hear from anywhere, but there was one day when I was just like so at the end of myself and so tired, I just looked in the mirror and I said, thank you, God. Thank you so much for this body that you've given me. Thank you that I'm not defined by man, but you define me, God. What Jesus did on the cross defines me. Thank you that you've given me everything in this world to help me steward this body well. And that this thing doesn't have power over me. Because I'm a powerful person and you've given me options. And I can choose the good option. And from positioning my heart in thankfulness, that also just started to renew my mind. So in worship and thanksgiving, um, yeah, my mind just started to transform. Um, and I don't have it perfect yet. Let's be real. Um, yeah, I still, I still get thoughts coming at me like, oh, you need to, uh, you know, do 100 push-ups. Okay, that thought never comes to my mind. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. Um, <laughs> Um, but thoughts, um, attacking thoughts do come, but now I know, I know where they come from and I know how to deal with them. It's just like, oh, see you again. And then you just go, I'm a daughter. Like before anything else, I'm a daughter of God, which is like just an, an amazing call. Um, so yeah, um, I'm just trying to find what I should talk on next. Okay, yeah, so that was a bit of um, that kind of journey. And um, from that point, God really started to talk to me. Um, so all the insecurities came up, and then he like kind of dealt with them, still dealing with them. Like, yeah, I'm still, I think we, we all are always in process with those things. Um, actually, put Colossians 3 verse 10 up. I think. Yeah, it's about taking off the old self and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. So I've put on my new self and I'm just continually being renewed. That's very encouraging. I don't have to be perfect all at the same time. Okay. Um, so yeah, so then he started talking to me about who, who I am. And right at the beginning of the year, we went on this retreat and was actually on my retreat, which was so cool having my brother there. Um, and all the second years prophesy over the first years. So as a first year, I got all these prophetic words, and I got so many of the same ones about, about who I was, and that was wild. They said, you're a wild one, you're a crazy one, you're a fiery one, you're a... all these like powerful kind of like crazy things, and I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't want to be one of those people just like rolling around on the floor like a... Um, because that happened. <laughs> and I was like, God, no. Um, 
And so I kind of fought that for a while, the whole wild and adventurous side of me, actually. Um, but I've always known that it was there and that I am a bit crazy, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> in a good way, though, in a good way. Not, yeah. So, yeah, and so God started, should I go there? Okay, I'm going to go somewhere and plan on going. Um, it was around February, so I'd come through a lot of the self-image stuff, and I was talking to a friend, and he was sharing a testimony with me, and he told me how, uh, his testimony, sorry, he told me how um, when he came to God, he um, had all these pirated movies, and he deleted them all, and I was just like, oh my gosh, that's so cool, I have like a thousand pirated movies, <laughs> And I don't feel convicted at all, to be honest. Everyone does, all of my friends. Um, and so I was just like, oh my gosh, I'd, yeah, I'm not going to do anything because I don't feel convicted. So, and he was just like, okay, cool, pray about it. Um, and then I had a, a worship class, and it was Jane Johnson talking about the standard of excellence in your life um, and the way that you live. And... Yeah, so she asked, what in your life is an excellence? And that just like popped into my mind. And I was like, no, no, <laughs> not my movies. Um, and then I was at a, a party with my, with my pastor. She was there and she was just talking to a bunch of us. Um, and she just told us how she just started smoking one day. And she just wasn't convicted. But she felt the Lord say, um, sometimes you don't have to feel convicted uh, what was it? Sometimes you don't have to do, feel convicted to stop doing something stupid. And, you know, when something just hits your heart and you're just like, okay. So I went home and I just deleted everything. And it, was, it wasn't actually that difficult. I just pressed delete. Yeah, and then it was all gone. And I was like, awesome. Well, that's done. And I'm not even kidding. From that point is when I started stepping into things which is just a crazy thought. Like the fire of God just came in my life and consumed me. I was praying, God, send your fire and burn away anything that is not of you. And so that just started happening. And thing by thing, I just started like letting go of, um, and I started stepping into this wildness, so to speak. Um, and just who God called me um, and this like higher calling of, yeah, just holiness and righteousness that, yeah, he's called us to. Um, so God defines who you are because he is I am and because he is you are. Um, in 1 Peter 1 verse 15, I was reading the other day, it says, but as he, as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. And then you're just like, okay, well, what actually is holiness? <laughs> because it's not just, I was talking with my dad yesterday, I think. Um, he said that um, what the world sees as holy isn't actually all it is. Um, something I did the other day was delete Facebook and Instagram off of my phone. Um, I still have it on my iPad and my computer, if you need to get a hold of me. 
Um, but I just found that I was just taking up so much time. Like the th- I'd wake up in the morning and it'd be like Facebook. And you just like sit there and scroll. And then two hours later, you don't even remember what you were looking at. <laughs> and I'm just thinking like, how much time am I wasting on this? And that God has called me to this high standard of excellence um, and just surrender and laying everything down at his feet, which is really hard, but also the most satisfying place. And yeah, it's the most freeing place you can ever, ever be at. Um, Jesus gave up everything and he surrendered it all for you and I. Yeah, I said here, grace isn't just something that just saves us or forgives us, but God gave us grace that actually empowers us and gives us the opportunity to live according to his will and to, yeah, I mean, he calls us righteous now. It empowers us, oh, I said that, it empowers us to live righteous and holy lives, obeying God. Being obedient and abandoned to God, I think, is one of the greatest privileges that we get in this life. It's a really beautiful thing. And I can't believe what Jesus has done for me and for you, that we can actually live that way. It's not just, oh, I have to get by today. Thank you, Jesus, for, you know, the cross and for what you did, which is always where you start. But thank you, because of that, I get to live this way. It's incredible. Yeah, believing who God is is pretty easy. Um, like I said, knowing God is everything. I mean, to know God, you have to read this. It's, yeah, God's been really speaking to me about the word and just being transformed and just washing myself in these scriptures. I mean, if I just like look here and it says, Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. I mean, and that's two verses. And if I just take that and dwell on that, like, and say, like, how, how God, teach me how to live this out. How... This is who you call me and this is who you are. How can I walk this out in my everyday life? Um, Yeah, so it's just, I'm loving that. I'm loving getting stuck in. Um, Yeah, but it is very hard for a lot of us to believe who God calls us, um, especially when the Bible talks so much about humility. Um, But one thing that we were taught at school is that humility isn't thinking less of yourself. It's just thinking about yourself less. Um, Which is, yeah, I think about myself probably more than anyone else. For being real. Um, Okay. But, yeah, it's really hard to believe who he's called me to be. Like, when he's like, I mean, in, in the cracks of like me being like, I hate myself and I hate my body. Like I had people coming up to me at school and just like, I promise you, like 10 people within the space of a week came up to me and said, you know, I just feel like I need to come and tell you that God is saying that you're so beautiful. 
And I was just like, that's fantastic. Why does he tell me that 10 times? Maybe it's because I wasn't believing what he said, um, which is totally it. And he'll keep telling you until you believe, which is, he's a good God. He's so good. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Um, We are new creations. We are not merely sinners saved by grace, but saints who have been given his righteousness so that we can cooperate with Father God. As new creations born again in Christ, when we resist sin, we are not fighting our old nature, but cooperating with our new, true nature in Christ. We are both sanctified and embracing sanctification. We are not working for victory, but rather from his victory. Um, Yeah, so I just wanted to end off just by... Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, there's just this... I just feel like God's saying this is higher call that we can live by. And what does it look like to live this way? You can just ask yourselves that. Like, I ask myself a lot of questions nowadays. Like, What does it look like to live a holy life? To live a surrendered life? Laying everything down? I mean, Paul said, I count all things at a loss. What are those all things? It can look different for everyone. But, yeah, if I want the more of God, I think for me it looks like laying it all down. Because I want all of God, so I have to lay it all down. And, yeah, God just really, 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 really loves, loves you. And he loves me. And like coming from that place and like knowing that, hey, today, if nothing I said meant anything to anyone in this building, that doesn't mean he loves me less or loves me more. He loves me just the same, which is a lot. And it doesn't make me any less of a daughter or any more of a daughter. It's who I am. And so, yeah, I just think it would be cool if we can pray and... um, I don't know, if anyone here is feeling like they want to walk in in a higher way, even if it's like a small thing, but if they, if they want to walk in a, a different way than they walk every day, if anything that I said just resonated with you, basically. Um, I'd just love to pray for you. Um, Mom, can you come sing... Um,